0: It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. I tell you what, we are very excited. We have a great relationship with the good people over at Rift Tracks, uh, rifttracks.com. Uh they got another great Rift Tracks live event happening in the first week of October. It's called Miami Connection. And it's an honor and privilege to talk to a gentleman that started this whole thing up. Rift Tracks.com. His name is Michael J. Nelson, famous from the Mystery Science Theater 3000 years. He's on the phone with us right now to talk about this big live event. Mike Nelson, how are you sir and how are things before the big event? Oh, it's going
1: it's going good. We we had a couple of, uh, you know, certain movies are easier to to work on than others. And Miami Connection's something of a dream after a couple that we had just done. So <laughs> all is good.
0: It is kind of a return to form, if you will, uh, for you guys. Uh, you know, it's not a big Hollywood blockbuster release, but a lot of people may not be familiar with Miami Connection. What, what's the basic premise behind it? Well, I was
1: trying to come up with my elevator pitch for it, like when they pitched it, and I, I kind of thought it's it's kind of like the Partridge family meets Enter the Dragon meets Miami Vice um, with Pat Benatar, I guess is kind of how you... You would sizzle it. it it's genre-bending, that's for sure. It's just a weird amalgamation of, a like, a boy band, only it's headed by a apparently 50-year-old Korean man, and they do battle with ninjas in their spare time. They actually murder people. It's really an interesting, interesting movie.
0: And it does personify the 80s, I believe, correct? I mean, it's a vintage 80s movie.
1: Oh, totally. I mean, it, it is so when they start in that club and they sing their, their few songs, you, you could probably pinpoint the, the actual week that that was filmed just by looking at the styles and the, the form of music and everything.
0: Uh, how, how do you, you know, when, when you're going into this, you know, how many times do you watch the movie before you start really writing a bunch of stuff for it?
1: Oh, this one we'd screened a few times before, get everyone familiar with it. And then um, once we start actually writing it, it's, it's pretty slow process. Like, we don't watch it a lot of times in a row, but more of the, the hours we spend, it's probably a couple hundred hours watching it, at least.
0: God, I'm Ooh. so sorry, Mike.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I have, you know, compared to some of the other things we, we've done, I mean, we just did a movie, uh, or we have a movie coming up called Death Promise, uh, which is kind of a, uh, a, a black exploitation meet, Uh, martial arts, and and it's in the 70s, so it's kind of got a lot of extras who were probably on Beretta at the time, and and that's sort of painful. So, you know, this is actually comparatively, it's not bad.
0: Uh, Let me uh, throw another title that you guys just worked as well uh, by you that I was just watching, Roller Gator. Uh, What a wonderful (laughs) piece of cinema.
1: Roller Gator, I I was not kidding when I said that is by far the worst movie we've ever done. And I realize I've said that before, but (laughs) That doesn't mean that this is not true. It is the worst movie we've ever done.
0: I just, I don't, I, I'm trying to figure out how this even gets to the process of written, let alone greenlit and made. It boggles my mind sometimes.
1: Yeah, I, don't, I I tried to look into that. I guess it's a guy who, he called himself a zen filmmaker. He, he is dead. So, I mean, I, I, I'm i sorry for his loss, but I also know there's going to be no more Roller Gator 2s being made, so there's there's a comfort there. But yeah, he, he didn't work with scripts or apparently lighting or anything else that filmmakers normally rely on.
0: That the original gorilla uh, movie maker.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, what what he turns out is definitely something out of a gorilla, so that, that
0: makes sense. <laughs> Talking to Mike Nelson from rifttracks.com another live Rifttracks event happening on Thursday, October 1st, called Miami Connection, and then the replay on October 6th. Got a couple of showings here in the Boise area. Uh, these things have become a staple for you guys. Uh, now you do several a year, which is uh, great news for fans like myself. But uh, I imagine uh, if you take it back to the origin of these things, were you, are you surprised how long they've been going on?
1: Uh, I am. I'm pleasantly surprised because we just, uh, you know, we did it as an experiment to see if these live, Show things would work. We've done one-off lives on the road a number of times, um, but to do them around the country, uh, I'm very glad that that people come out, and it's a great way to. To give people the live Rift Tracks experience without doing an extended tour.
0: You know, uh, I don't expect you guys are really ever out of your comfort zone, so to speak. But you know, you do the Hollywood movies that get the big budget releases, and then you do the movies that that maybe uh, the Rift Tracks community are a little bit more familiar with from the website and stuff. Are there ones that you like to do more than the others for these live screenings?
1: Mostly, by the time we get done with all the hard work of writing them, I don't have any particular preference, but. Uh, the the bigger blockbuster action ones are a little harder to write just because there there is so much action, which tends to be quick cutting, and it's a little tougher to grab onto stuff. So something that's delightfully naive and, uh, you know, sort of easier to do like Miami Connection is is a bit of a welcome
0: thing. Is, is it always nice, though, too, to challenge yourself to really... Uh... To dig deep for some of those jokes too, right?
1: Oh yeah, I, I like. I still really enjoy. Sort of, uh, you look at a movie as as a bunch of little problems that you have to solve. You have to see some weird moment, and, and you have to, you know, determine what will make people laugh. What's funny about this? And and I like that. I like the the. Uh, it's very detailed work. It's like you know watchmaking or something at a certain level because you're just staring at it trying to solve this. And and I really enjoy that. Actually, I'm I am. A, a very weird man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one of the uh, the cool things about RiffTracks.com is you can find these movies that we're talking about that maybe you haven't heard of before, but you do also do the blockbusters out there. And now it's a pretty uh, interesting time to be a movie fan, specifically a nerdy one with all the comic book movies, but you're still able to have fun with it. Do you guys get hate mail at all from like nerdy fans of like the Avengers that, that how dare you make fun of this fantastic piece of cinema kind of stuff? Oh,
1: not really. I mean, there's a few. There's people who... Uh, they've watched us for 20 years this one always cracks me up they watch us for 20 years they really love what we do and then we hit on a movie that they like and they go hey I don't like you guys but <laughs> like, you didn't notice that we were doing this to probably other people's favorite movies all these <laughs> many years uh, you know so it's but mostly people I think they take it in the spirit that it's given and I, we're not very mean-spirited I, I think people have noticed because that just wouldn't be fun so in the end it's uh, you know it, it, it's pretty open to sharing with other people without them getting irritated, even if they like the movie, and, uh, and and I've liked a number of films
0: that we've done. Yeah, you just leave the Expendables movies alone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're safe. There. <laughs> I, w- I will say this. I remember being a, a younger man watching Mystery Science Theater 2000, and at the time, of course, being 16, I thought Adam Sandler was a comedic genius, and so when there was a, an Adam Sandler riff, I'd always go, aw, and now the older me realizes you're right the whole time, so...
1: When we did, that reminds me of uh, when we did uh, This Island, Earth, for our feature film many years ago, Uh, a lot of the critics that that, uh, interviewed us for it said it was their favorite movie. And I realized, oh, this is a phenomenon. And so I started asking people as soon as they said that. I go, when's
0: when i was 12 (laughs) just take a look again some things may not hold up that's for sure uh you know uh i've read your books of course as well i know you're a big fan of the original piece of cinematic history called roadhouse i'd love to get your uh comments on the record about the ronda rousey remake please
1: well at first i was shocked stunned and saddened of course that they would attempt to remake this but you know, if it's in the right hands, if it's handled well, if pain continues not to hurt, I, I can I can maybe live with it.
0: <laughs> I look forward to the Rift Tracks for that as well. I will go on the record. <laughs> you too. Uh, uh, Miami Connection is the next Rift Tracks live event Thursday, October 1st in theaters nationwide, and then again the replay on October 6th. Uh, we'll be there. We'll have tickets to give away. Uh, Mike, always an honor to catch up with you, man. Thank you very much for the time, sir.
1: Always a pleasure to talk to you. Take care. Take
0: care.